Welcome to a podcast dedicated to your mental health. I'm Bailey with the Recording Library of West Texas. Hi, I'm Christy Edwards. I'm the Executive Director and a therapist at Centers for Children and Families. Hi, I'm Melanie Size. I'm the Marketing and Development Director at Centers for Children and Families. Together, we're bringing you tips and tricks on how to navigate this thing called life. This is Center Solutions. Due to the nature of some of the topics that are discussed, listener discretion is advised. This is Almost Therapy, and if you remember our episode called Self-Care, where we mentioned some tips and tricks on how to start journaling, uh, we wanted to do a little bit of a follow-up to that episode. Melanie, Chrissy, and I have been journaling a little bit here and there. So a quick follow-up about journaling, and then we're going to discuss why you might be feeling sad and kind of just down and out during the fall and winter months and how light therapy might can help you. Melanie is a little more seasoned in the art of journaling, and Christy and I are learning the art of journaling, and it's been very beneficial to me. Just give us an example, Melanie, of some of the things that you have journaled about recently. Well, I've got, um, I have a journal that sits next to my bed. And so uh, for a while, I was trying to get in a routine of either doing something in the morning. And then for a while, it was in the evening. And this is just throughout time. Um, But I like, I think the morning is great if you have time. You don't want to ever add any extra stress to your life. So uh, like this morning, for example, I wrote down I, in my little gratitude journal three things that I'm grateful for today, and I try not to think too much about it, but it was really nice to have that even just a minute to think about that. Um, but another thing that I found I've, that's been helpful to me, and I think this is just a way to, to uh, <laughs> condense your journaling, I have a, a lot of us do, planner. And I love my planner. Like, that is very important to me, even though I can put uh, calendar dates in my phone. But I like to have my planner. So I have started writing some things down in my planner. And it may not be extremely journaling, but it's keeping track of the things I've done during the day. So I've been keeping track of my exercise routine and anything that I that sticks out like, okay, you know, watched a little bit too much Netflix today or whatever, just to keep up with it so I can go back and look and see how I'm spending my time and how I can make those adjustments. So that's what I've been doing. And we talked a little bit on that episode. Um, By the way, again, that's called the self-care episode. If you have not listened to that, make sure you check it out. And Christy had mentioned on that episode that it doesn't necessarily have to be an actual journal that you're keeping daily. It can be a sticky note. It can be just something short or you can do a planner like Melanie. There's a lot of different ways. Everyone's different on how you prefer to journal. And just personally, I know that looking back on my journaling, I feel better whenever I've seen my therapist that week. So I've noticed a trend that after I typically see her on a Monday or Tuesday. So I like to do it because Mondays are a little rough. I don't want to get started for the week. So I like to go see her on Monday or Tuesday. And I've noticed I go usually about twice a month if I can. And I've noticed on those weeks that I see her in the weeks that follow that my mood has improved. So I think that that was nice to look back and say, why did I feel better those two weeks? Okay, well, one, I went and saw my therapist. And that's one of the beauties of using journaling as a therapeutic tool because so many times we need to be tracking you know 
Is it something I ate? Did I not get enough sleep? What's making me feel more anxious or more depressed? Or why did I get in a fight with my husband? Or why am I yelling at my kids? So you can use that not only as like Melanie said, is, you know, things to be grateful for or, you know, just something really quick to, to you know, remind yourself or something or how you're spending your time. It can also be hugely beneficial when you're working with a therapist to be able to look for trends. So that's here's excellent. A, here's another thing that I, looking back at my journals, I noticed that if I'm in a bad place or a sad place, going through a breakup or whatever, I can look back and those are the times that I'm heavily journaling mm-hmm. because I think you're so much more in your head at that point. So sometimes if you forget to journal, remind yourself it's not such a bad thing. You're living life and you're not in a funk. Um, and then also it's good to look back. I think it's good to look back and read some of that and know, mm-hmm. you know what? That was rough, but I came mm-hmm. out of it okay. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of that when my uh, kid had, was coming out of his car accident And that was the hardest time ever. And I wrote so much. But you tend not to get so much um, in that headspace when you are okay. So that's also a good reminder of a mood check, I think. Well, it's one of the things we're always looking for is how how do we make ourselves more resilient? And sometimes if you can look back and say, oh, this is what helped. This was a coping skill that helped me. That way, if you run into that same situation again, you can say, what was it I did that helped me move mm-hmm. forward and mm-hmm. get out of that? So all of these are excellent reasons to journal in some way. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, if you think about it, journaling is is your own personal historical, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, it's it's a little book. Mm-hmm. And if you look back, that's exactly what it can do. Mm-hmm. You can look and, and see, how did I get out of this? What did I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the point of this podcast is to provide you with some coping skills to get through this thing called life. And I think that's a great segue into our topic today, which is light therapy. And light therapy, you might have heard about it. You might not have, and you're wondering, what is light therapy? To start this off, we are not endorsed by QVC in any way. So, <laughs> or, Amazon, <laughs> or, Amazon, or Amazon or anything. Melanie kind of stumbled across light therapy, and she wanted all of us to try it first before we did an episode on it. Tell us what light therapy is, Melanie, and then will you kind of, we have a light in the studio with us today. If you will just kind of describe what that looks like also to our listeners. I'm going to let Christy talk about what light therapy is. Okay. I can okay. give us um, light therapy it addresses um, seasonal affective disorder, and I can give you the Mayo Clinic definition of that real quick. It's a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons, begins and ends about the same time every year. I'll just give that. Who doesn't get maybe sometimes the winter blues? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all maybe experience that, but there are some people that it is on a to a greater degree. I feel like I get a little more sad, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I think like the idea of light therapy was very exciting to me. Well, if you think that most of us have jobs that we work to at least five o'clock, as you're driving home, the sun is setting. We are used to in the you know the summer months. We have three to three and a half hours of light to get out and do things and enjoy. And for many of us. What that signifies is that we go home, we have some dinner, we put on our pajamas, and we sit down and watch TV and then go to bed. So you're basically shrinking your world. And so what you're, what we're hoping with light therapy is it gives you that uplift in the, the chemical serotonin that makes you have more energy and makes you be able to kind of combat those the seasonal blues. So it is there's lots of research behind it. The recommended um, dose, if you will, is like 30 minutes a day. 
usually in the morning it's better. You don't want to do it late at night because you don't want to really wake up all those areas of your brain when you're trying to go to bed. But in some of the like Scandinavian countries and in Alaska and things mm-hmm. like this, this is in every home because they've recognized it for what it is. A lot of people will poo-poo that there's anything called seasonal affective disorder. But if you present them with the symptoms, um, and we're going to give you guys those symptoms, they're going to go, oh, my gosh, that's what we have. So, Melanie, you want to read off those symptoms or tell us out of just talk, memory? Just talk about it. <laughs> Feeling depressed most of the day, almost every day, uh, low energy. Problems sleeping, changes in appetite or weight, uh, feeling sluggish, hopelessness. Those are more extreme. It starts to get more extreme. It's mm-hmm. very much like it really is depression. Mm-hmm. It's just it seems to happen for some people more in a particular time of the year. And so these light boxes that we have been trying out have been a lot of fun mm-hmm. because I think we did a little research on the ones we were going to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tried two different um, options, and one of them has been featured on Shark Tank. Yes, it has. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. That made yes. it even more fun, and uh-huh. that's the one that you and I tried, Bailey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's like 20 to 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. One day, I think I accidentally left it on all day, so I guess I was super happy. <laughs> um, but I tried to really pay attention to how I was feeling mm-hmm. during that time. Um, I don't know. Did you... Yeah, I have to admit, I was a little skeptical at first because I went into it thinking, "Is the, am I going to feel happier because I know I have this object in my office to make me feel happier? But I noticed once I turned it off and didn't have it on for that day, I did notice a difference. Mm-hmm. And in my office at work, we have the fluorescent overhead lights mm-hmm. and I have them off. Mm-hmm. I have a lamp in my office. I can't stand the overhead lights. So what I like about this machine is it's subtle and it's small and it's not in your face. I had it kind of on my bookshelf in the corner. So it wasn't really, I don't, I prefer dark over light. Usually I like the winter times, Mm -hmm. but I found out whenever that was just in the corner, just kind of out of the corner of my eye that I, I don't know, I, I, I enjoyed the presence of the subtle light and this machine that we have. It almost, to me, it looks kind of like a giant bookmark in a way. Mm-hmm. It's it's skinny and long, and you can turn the face of it around to either give you a brighter, um, a pr- more projected light, or you can turn it around where it's more subtle. So you can put it on your desk or uh, anywhere that you prefer. So it's not a huge machine, and they do have some different size machines, whichever you prefer. But this one that we tried is just a skinny, long, um, it's kind of futuristic looking. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed the shape of it. So to me, I did notice a difference whenever it was not in my office. And I think they recommend how to start off with like day one. How many hours is it? I mean, is it 15 minutes? How many? It's about 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And then you can move on to an hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually went and bought some light bulbs for my bathroom. And so one thing that I didn't really think about is that I really go into the bathroom at night, too. <laughs> uh-huh. so you have to go in the dark <laughs> like, oops. so at night I have I use like a makeup light and just mm-hmm. subtle light but I seriously think it makes a difference for mm-hmm. me it really I, I honestly do I think it makes a difference in my morning mm-hmm. I think I could tell I don't know just made me feel a little bit more uh, not just I don't know how to explain this like wanting to be productive not mm-hmm. just you know making yourself 
a little more energized, yes. maybe. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bit more, Christy, about seasonal affective disorder. What does what is that exactly? And have you seen light therapy work with some of your clients? Well, the, the, we have not used that. Okay, um, and that was one of the reasons that you know Melanie and I were interested in trying it out because we're possibly going to expand this at centers to include like a light therapy room. It won't be only that, but other sensory kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're we're like, okay, how can we really get behind this if we don't do some research? If we don't try it out for ourselves. So we've both tried it. Um, you've tried it. We have a, a coworker that we've had um, using it all week. And by day two, she was saying, this is this is working for mm-hmm. me. So, I mean, you know, whether it's placebo effect, like you were saying, is it because I know it's here and I know it's supposed to make me feel better? We don't know what it is and, you know, what is causing it. We believe that it is the um, the technology behind it and it is the, the bulbs and it is, once again, it, it's hitting the area of the brain through the optic nerve that, that creates that feel good. Um, because what we want people to do is be able to enjoy the winter months. Because how many times do you hear people saying, I hate winter, I hate this time change, I'm ready for whatever. We want people to go, yes, this is a good time, this is when things rest. You know, we all need to rest, but we also need to be able to be vital, you know, until 9 or 10 o'clock, not mm-hmm. until 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So um, seasonal affective disorder is, um, it, it, it can range. I mean, people can just say, I am affected a little bit. I don't. I thought it was just a time change, but I recognize my mood. Maybe I'm not sleeping. Maybe I'm not eating. Maybe my concentration is down all the way down the other end of the spectrum to I feel so depressed that I am seriously considering maybe harming myself. So mm-hmm. we don't, we never make a lot of it. If people come in and say, this is what I'm struggling with, we immediately go into a protocol for however you would deal with other types of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And definitely a, a light box is not going to solve no. mental health issues. But I think if you feel a little down, it's nice to know that there are some things you can try out. Um, everything with uh, seasonal affective disorder is pretty theoretical. There's a lot of ideas about why. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the circadian rhythm mm-hmm. uh, idea that uh, the reduced level of sunlight causes your, uh, that's what the cause is, because uh, it changes your internal clock, making you sort of depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's, that's what I would think. Can also. you kind of talk more about the circadian rhythm? Sure. I mean, I'm not a medical doctor, but basically, you know, you, from the time you're born, you, you're, you have a rhythm, you know, and you, everybody is different and, you know, nobody is the same. I guess there are some people that are the same, but you basically, it is your sleep wake cycle. It is the, you know, the time in which you're most productive and the time you're most like fallow or whatever you want to call that. And so if anything interrupts that, then that, inter- that interferes with your productivity, your ability to relate to other people, um, to do your job well, which I guess is productivity. Um, your ability to um, feel hopeful or to feel energetic or to feel like, yes, this, this these are the tasks I need to do and I'm up to them. We sometimes just will shirk those. So these the light therapies, for us at centers, what we're wanting to do is the same as whenever we talk about journaling or any other coping skills. We want this to be just in your repertoire sure. of things that you will try to see if it is helpful. So we are, we are not touting one or the other. We are saying these are things that have been proven scientifically. They're valid and reliable studies have proven that they can help with certain, some of these things. So seasonal affective is the same as situational depression, chemical depression, or whatever. It, it, it is a real thing. 
um, another serotonin levels uh, may drop um, due to reduced sunlight. So that's another thing. That's chemical reaction. Also, your melatonin levels changing. All of those are theoretical ideas. I know we always hear people talk about vitamin D mm-hmm. and how important that is. And if you're not getting out in the sun, that you might be lacking in that, which it's always good to go get checked, you know, to make sure that you have everything you need by your doctor, mm-hmm. number one. Um, but I think it's a lot like encouraging people to go and exercise or to try meditation mm-hmm. or they're not always going to be the solution, but sometimes collectively these things can really mm-hmm. help to make a difference. And we always want to tell people, I mean, if you have a family history of depression or if, you know, somebody says, you know, I've struggled with seasonal affective disorder, you are genetically more likely to have, you know, experienced something. If anybody in your family or yourself, you have bipolar disorder or major depressive disorder or, you know, major anxiety, the chances are that you're going to be swung by these time changes, you know, and, and losing more of the sunlight. And uh, it's just, it's important that you pay attention to your body. It's important that you pay attention to your mood. It's important to pay, that you pay attention to like your coworkers or your families that say, we have seen a marked, marked um, change in your coping, thriving, everything. Well, I was uh, out in sunny beach for a week, so I can tell you, definitely elevated my mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She rubbed that in, didn't she? Yeah, she, she had to throw that in there. She just had to I, throw that in there. We're, we're back in Midland with our lights, I aren't we, Bailey? Right. <laughs> for a short time. What did you think of your light? How was your light experience? I, th- I thought it was great. So what I did is I set it, you know, kind of far. And I just did it in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I set it kind of far from me, and then I brought it a little closer. And I could tell a difference whenever I got it a little closer, you know, because it was in my bookcase across mm-hmm. the room. And then I set it on my little uh, conference table closer, and I could tell a difference. So. I am, and I've had a couple of members of my family ask for those for Christmas. That's a great I've done Christmas some, gift. Mm-hmm. I so, think so too, and I think that uh, I'm going to be buying some of that for family members. Mm-hmm. I think, especially for ladies or anybody who's getting ready in the morning, just having that while you're doing your makeup oh, next yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to yeah. get ready anyway. So t- same as taking your vitamins or you know drinking your juice. You just like get your lot therapy. You just push a button, and something might yeah. be working for you without. Mm-hmm any effort at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, I think what we would welcome is if anybody um you know that's listening has had a you know bad experience or you know wants to challenge our just our you know or if small you've had a great survey experience. Mm-hmm. We want to know yes. about it. Please let us know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we definitely want you guys to write into us. There's plenty of ways to contact us. We want to hear your experiences with light therapy. Or maybe even some other coping mechanisms that you found that are just kind of easy to do. And so like we're talking about, a combination of these things can help ward off the winter blues. When do they recommend to start light therapy? I know that it's proven. I read a couple of studies that showed if you start it early fall, so now Mm -hmm. is a good time Mm -hmm. um, to start light therapy, that um, there was a significant improvement in people's moods once they started kind of in fall leading up towards winter. Mm-hmm. I read something about late summer, early mm-hmm. fall. Okay. That would make sense to me. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. time. I've thought how <laughs> it would be kind of interesting if I didn't tell my kids that I was doing that and just put them in their right. yes. yeah. turn the light on and yeah. see how Happy their attitudes change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I I do think it makes a difference to me. I know I'm definitely one of those people that gets a little down in the mm-hmm. in you those bunts. Mm-hmm. Are there any side effects to light therapy? 
Um, I haven't read anything. Mm-hmm. Um, no. And I got a lot of my information from the Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. Now, with everything, they have a disclaimer sure. about talk to your doctor before you start sure. anything. Of course, if you have any special skin or eye uh, issues, conditions, yeah. you might really look into that. But I think so, yeah, we generally speaking, yeah. Mm-hmm. We encourage people to, you know, do your own investigating and checking into things and talk to your doctor. I would guess that most doctors are going to say the same thing that Melanie said. You know, don't get too close to it. Don't use it. Don't, don't overuse it, which might, you know, create. Don't plug uh, it in by the bathtub. Don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but sense. it's one of those things. It's like it's on. There's a benefit. You turn it off and there's, you know, not a problem. So, um, you know, I, I just don't think that there's any un- downside to, you know, trying it. If anything, it's really simple. You're not putting anything inside of your body. Mm-hmm. It's or I mean, and it's if it works, great. If it doesn't, it's mm-hmm. just a little extra light. Yeah, and you can share it with somebody in your family that's grouchy or having a hard time. You can say, "Here, this didn't work for me, or I, I don't need it. Maybe you could get a benefit from it." <laughs> I'm going to set this in your office, okay? <laughs> so that's what we were talking about that today. We we're like, okay, so the next person that's grumpy will just automatically have a I'll lot therapy say, box. Like, oh, what is this doing? This is yours for the week. This is a message. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit more about what it's a UV light, right? That's that's mm-hmm. what's in mm-hmm. the the um the machines. It's a UV light, but it's, it's not not a lot of UV light. Right. It's not like going and laying in a tanning, tanning bed, bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think some people do that just right. for that for the sake for that mm-hmm. purpose. Um, I'm worried too much about wrinkles to do that, so <laughs> I gotta I gotta try this light. But yeah. yeah um, and the one that we used, it is that ten thousand lux of light? Is that what that one has? I know that it said that some of them um, might not have as as the necessary amount of light in there. So I want to make sure that we recommend the one that we use. You know, you don't want to find one that isn't going to. Well, I'll definitely post uh, yeah. once this is up and we post it on Facebook. I'll be sure to add what we have on there and everyone can do their own research Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this one of course we just love that it was on shark tank and there's a really Mm -hmm. neat shark tank story behind it um and we also looked at cost because we wanted it to be something that if we were going to recommend it i mean when we talk to our clients about it it's like this is by no means like you have to it's a recommendation that you have to go do it Mm -hmm. it is like it's something that you can try, just like we'd say, getting exercise, taking your vitamins, eating healthy. We would say th- that there has been some success with this. And this one in particular was, what, $30, $30 on Amazon or? Yeah. 30 do you to remember? $40. Yeah. And they have a range. I mean, they have them that you can stand in you know, like an office, a huge office oh. With a room, conference room. Well, and I want to remind, remind everybody, we're cognizant of the fact that not everybody can go spend 30 or $40, you know, to try this. So what we will tell people is, you know, on your lunch hour, if you get a lunch hour, walk outside, sit on a bench, sit in the sun, go walk around your building, go, you know, whatever you can do. So, you know, there is benefit to that, too. Right now, this is just more, you know, intense and you have it for a shorter amount of time. But but you can you know, kind of fight seasonal affective disorder in other ways. Mm-hmm. So don't think that this is the only way. No, it is relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. But. but we're we're busy. We're always trying to, you know, get ready for work, get to work, whatever. So this is just, I think, once again, we've tried to make people's lives easier and somebody's come up with this. Mm-hmm. So. so I think a combination of light therapy and therapy from mm-hmm. centers, mm-hmm. I think that that's a great way to start 
to kind of ward off seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. I think there are little things you can do to try to improve your serotonin levels during winter mm-hmm. and just improve your mood in general. If you self-care, self-care, self-care. So, yeah. And, you know, centers, it's affordable. So, I mean, if you were to go buy this light therapy and go to centers, you've you've got less than a hundred dollars mm-hmm. to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully at some point, if you come to centers, we will offer like the light yes. therapy room. Yes. So okay. Room. Hang out in there. Yeah. So we're definitely all doing stuff within the community to help you guys who are, who experience seasonal affective disorder, because we, we know that it's a real thing and never let anyone try to make you feel like that's not a real thing. Using the resources in the community can help you get through the the challenges of life. Definitely. Yeah. And if you if it's things are getting too rough, please give us a call. Center Solutions is a production of the Recording Library of West Texas. Post production work is done by Bailey Hennis and Abby Wiggum. Content is provided by Melanie Size and Christy Edwards. Contact Centers for Children and Families at four three two. or the Recording Library 432-682-2731 Email Melanie with questions you want answered on the show at msize at centerstexas.org That's M-S-A-I-Z at C-E-N-T-E-R-S-T-X dot O-R-G Both nonprofits are on all social media platforms. See you next time.